picture perfect you don't need no filter hello and welcome to put a cork in it where two friends talk about things you do and probably don't care about i'm monica and i'm austin and we hope that listening to even one second of this podcast will make your day just a little bit better so whether you're about to take a nice walk driving on the highway or you're simply just laying in your bed come along and join us for the next few minutes on put a cork in it what is up put a cork in it family we are back for season three episode one it's been a mighty long time a lot of you were probably like wait is this even happening um happy to announce obviously by the sound of my voice we are pursuing season three um for those of you who have never listened before my name's austin my name's monica and we are back (laughs) we are so back and ready than ever it's insane okay honestly though i feel like it's been so so long and so it feels so right to be back in this mode but also at the same time i think i'm glad we took a break for as long as we did because i think we're coming back better than ever you know like we're not just trying to rush the process we are really making this a whole we're rebranding you know as you guys can see a logo change a vibe change i mean an intro change awesome i mean i'm actually here if you guys didn't understand and also, little tease for the end of this episode, we have a different ending prompt for all of us and future guests. So make sure you listen to the end, guys. It's uh, it's pretty epic, not gonna lie. We're pretty excited about it. It's really fun. I think it's really just epic is a great word. I love that. I've been using epic beyond <laughs> extensively this summer. <laughs> wow. Okay, but isn't that true? You always have like a phrase that you use over and over for a period of time i do and you know sometimes it's affected by the people who are around me sometimes i just come up with it on my own but uh you know here we are it's gonna be epic i love it um also we have official mics you guys we we just really have invested in the whole process so if you thought we weren't serious because we took a long break you're just wrong you're dead wrong. And also, Austin, I'm thinking of if people are new to listening to the podcast right now, welcome. We are so excited to have you to the Port- Put a Cork in It family. You can also nickname it Packy if you want to. Um, you can also just say P A C I I, um, or you can just say Put a Cork in It, which is what I usually call it. Um, but to the people who have been around since day one, season two, season one, you're maybe half of season two, whatever. It doesn't matter. We're really happy that you're back and that you're a loyal fan. That means a lot to both of us. I mean, I had people reaching out to me quite often asking if it was coming back and being concerned that it may not be. And to be perfectly honest, you know, obviously I like to roast Monica as much as I possibly can. She never conveyed these concerns with me. I never had a doubt that this was coming back. Uh, Just waiting for the go ahead on her end. Uh, (laughs) So for all of you people who may have gotten a a DM response saying, I don't know if we're coming back. (laughs) We were coming back. So it's all good. That is true. That was hilarious. Yeah, Austin was offended that I had to confirm with him that he was in for season three. So that was funny. I don't know. I think other people got in my head and made me like doubt something. It was weird. The haters are getting to you, Mon. Now the we haters. have haters. 
Hey, we're successful enough to have haters. Just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that brings up a great transition because Austin and I have both been really busy this summer doing various things. And so to be honest, it wasn't even a thought in my mind that we would be able to start um, season three before right now. So I think that's also why we never communicated about this because we've both just been balling around for lack of a better um, term. Austin has given me a lot of shade for the amount of vacations I've taken this summer, which honestly, I've gotten a lot of shade from other people too. <laughs> so it's not just you. Um, I definitely had a great relaxing summer, but it all ended with um, me getting a job uh, mid-August. So my first week of work was this past week and Austin and I were just talking about how waking up consistently at a time for me before 9 p.m. is just very debilitating at the end of the week. So hopefully it gets better. Oh, yes. 9 a.m. Monica doesn't wake up till 9 p.m. You heard it here first. Oh my gosh, I'm working the night shift. Um, <laughs> sorry that I didn't clarify that. Um, yeah, so before 9 a.m. is tough for the mon, but it's fine. So yeah, that's that's the update on me. I have a job um, doing a little bit of sales and marketing. It's a vibe. Um, to be honest, I don't I don't know how I got here. I I just feel like I just graduated high school like three seconds ago, let alone college. So it's kind of weird, but. Austin, you just graduated college. I did. I graduated in May. It was a quick turnaround. I had, so I was interning for the company that I'm working for now. And I was like, I need two weeks. Like, just give me two weeks and then I'll come back ready to go. June 1. My brother got married to his beautiful bride, Lexi. Yes. So uh, this summer, having a new sister has been super fun. Um, hanging out with them is always a blast um they love the married life if you ask them how's being married they're like oh you got to try it it's pretty sweet oh my gosh um yeah i it was it was an incredible beginning to the summer and then started working in june working from home love working from home um yeah now now three months has gone by and we're here to give you a little update on what's going on but yeah, yeah, nothing too crazy. I definitely threw shade at Monica, not for like the ability that she was able to take all these vacations, but I was just jealous. <laughs> um, I have not taken like a a week off of work or school um, in a long, long mm-hmm. time. COVID kind of screwed that up. And then I don't know, just like it hasn't been in the cards. So I've, I've had a few weekend getaways, which has been nice, but the full week unplugged is something I am longing for. Yeah. And luckily my mom surprised me and all my siblings with a cruise in December. Ayo. So already got time off that approved and we are super jazzed about that. Let's freaking go. That's exciting. Super exciting. You know, I will say I, I accept the shade because especially when I went to Hawaii with a few pals, and I know that sounds like a flex, but you know, hear me out. It's not. I realized I didn't tell a lot of people that I was going. Like I just assumed that's been at the end of my life that I'm trying to work on. Like assuming I've told people I got a job, assuming I told people my sister just had a child. Like I just assume I've told everyone that I care about in my life. And then I don't. 
And then I feel like that sends a message that I don't care about that person. That's just not even close to the truth. So besides the point, I've realized that I don't do that well. And Hawaii was one of those things. And Austin is definitely someone I would be like, hey, I'm going to Hawaii with insert a bunch of our mutual friends, like thought you'd find that fun or whatever. Well, no, I failed to mention that to him. And he was in my Instagram DMs, like, what is going on? And I'm like, yeah, sorry, I, I messed that up. So just a very jealous man over here. <laughs> just really wish I could have gone to Hawaii personally, like everybody listening to this right now. Um, but I'm sure it was a, a trip of a lifetime to say the least. Indeed it was lots of um, near-death experiences, but we can scatter those throughout season three. Okay. So you may be wondering, you know, what's the deal with the title of this podcast Well, everyone, you really are in for a reality check as Austin and I share um, the reality checks that we've had in our own life post-grad, which I do feel, and I think some of you don't know this, but Austin is a year younger than me. I graduated two years ago, I guess that makes me want to throw up. Yes. So one year ago. One calendar year ago. Yes. Oh gosh. Let's keep it that way. And then Austin graduated just last May. So, um, we're a year apart, but I feel like we're in the exact same place in terms of post-grad vibes, because my last year of life, I feel like was just an extra year of college doing college ministry somewhere where obviously I was just with college students all the time on a college campus. So this generally feels like the perfect conversation to have with each other because, I mean, neither of us really have entered into this capacity full on. I mean, Austin has had internships and such, but it's very different when you're really just thrown out into the world and you're like, okay, what the frick is going on right now? I think one of the hardest things for me was like, you know, your first like couple of weeks goes by and say you start working in June or whatever. And like finally August rolls around and then everyone starts going back to school. Yeah. Like whoa yes I'm not going back there I'm just working no perpetually it's (laughs) It's literally horrible like you have no excuse the excuse of being a student like having that as a part of your identity is amazing like for college students listening right now hype that up you know use that take advantage of that title as long as you can because the second that you don't have, oh, I'm a college student. Like when you can't add that to the end of your, like introducing yourself, man, life just gets a lot harder. People expect a lot more out of you. And yeah, the back to school vibes this August hit so hard. I mean, I was like a little bit upset if I'm being honest, like I felt very sad and to bring back emotion we were talking about earlier, very jealous, really jealous. I, it hit me in like mid July when I was like, wow, I don't have that to look forward to, um, which is something we'll kind of go into a little bit later, but there's a harsh reality in learning that like, all right, there are like other things I have to start prioritizing because college is not one of them. Mm -hmm. And like, we kind of got to get serious about like personally, like 
growing professionally and like the career that you're starting out, like starting off on the right foot is super huge. Um, like money starts becoming this thing. Like you have just all this money, like all of a sudden, what am I supposed to do with all this? And then you have a lot less time on your hands. So figuring out where to spend that time is, uh, you know, something that I've kind of tried to figure out here along the way, but well, that's something we'll get a little, a little bit into as well. Yeah, you just have a lot of the main ones. I think the first one that is the hardest, but also the greatest when it actually comes to fruition in post-grad life is like making community, making friends, having like a social network of people to for lack of a better term, like pull from when you want to hang out, you know, and when you want to fill those spots after work, because the reality is when it hits five o'clock and you're off of work, you do not want to hang out with people who are not like easy to hang out with, who are, you know, filling you up with energy instead of draining you of energy. And man, when you move somewhere new, which I did not do this year, I am still in Cincinnati. even if you don't move somewhere new, it's like the same people that you were friends with in high school aren't here anymore. So it's like, crap, I'm back in my, you know, I guess at least the greater area of where I used to live, but I don't have my OG social group. So now I have to figure out how the heck am I going to make friends? And that for me was very stressful of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because I felt like I didn't have any I don't know, like leads to go on. Um, but I would love to know how that was for you moving back to Columbus. Um, I used to live in Dublin and now I live in technically it's called Lewis Center or like the Powell area. V- basically extremely like dead north of Columbus as you could possibly get. So I am like kind of getting like new area vibes, like getting to know an area that I didn't see as much. Right growing up which has been like kind of nice um but as far as the social aspect um like my girlfriend still lives in Dublin so like we always have like mutual friends that we can key off of which is super super easy um been prioritizing family a whole bunch yeah um hanging out with with my brother and my new sister-in-law um you know, and honestly spending a lot of time with my mom and her boyfriend, because I used to live with my dad and now I live with my mom. So like, that's been super fun. Yeah. Also working from home, like I don't get the, you know, like office community with my coworkers as much. Um, I mean, just speaking the truth, I have like a five minute Zoom meeting with them in the morning and I quote unquote, see everyone <laughs> right. in the company, but um yeah, that's been really challenging. My my company decided during COVID to just go completely remote, like remote first. Um, so like we've hired people all over the country and they're trying to like balance, you know, they used to have like in the office happy hours, but now with people living in Arizona and Texas and Chicago um, for a company that's based in Columbus, like how do we continue to like grow our company culture and grow friendships throughout the company, which has been really interesting. And, you know, like try and find like groups of people in your company that you want to like 
or like you think might have mutual interests. For example, when I got in here, I was like, are there any like rec sports leagues that people play in or whatever? And now I play recreational soccer on Monday nights with my male coworkers. I pick co-ed volleyball on Thursday nights with my coworkers. So that has been a great way to, you know, not only like meet the people that you work with, but also um, get active and just, you know, like have that social like thing to look forward to every week, especially during the week. So like, I know I have like these two things, um, like always going on for the most part, which has been super fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Sports and anything like working out, I think is super key to meeting people. I think for me, what, how I've met people is remembering that a lot of people from college now live in Cincinnati. And I see that on my Instagram all the time, but it hasn't actually clicked that, oh, I could hang out with these people now that I'm here. So it's been a lot of like me reaching out to people, other people reaching out to me first, like people, when they find out you've moved somewhere and you're in the area, when that clicks, someone will reach out. And I think that sounds really cliche and cheesy, but that has happened to me several times with people I haven't talked to in years. And then we get together, we get a drink, we get a meal, whatever. And it's like, oh my gosh, I could actually see you being a friend to me and me to you. And this is great. So that's awesome. And I think something in my experience, at least being back in Cincinnati is like, I get to do things as an adult that I didn't do in high school. So like going to a brewery, going to like a wine bar in Covington, Kentucky, right over the Ohio river, like things that I was never able to do before are really fun and cool and make me feel very mature and it's just fun to do that with people so I feel like you also get to explore different things if you move back to the place that you've always lived like it's not the worst thing ever I can say yeah and to to key on that point I would say this evening I'm reconnecting with people that I literally haven't seen in like three or four years which is super fun like I ended up texting one of them out of the blue, just giving him crap for being a Michigan football fan. And then like, we started talking about soccer and it's like, Hey, there's a soccer game on tomorrow night. Do you want to hang out? And they're like, absolutely come down to our place. And I'm like, Love let's it. go. So it's like, people are always like, there's still like a connection there. Like, yeah, even, yeah. even if it has been so long, like there are always opportunities for that to, to take place. Yeah. And I think that is a huge part of, adulting that I would say if you're a college student listen to this that I'm about to tell you right now is in college you rarely have to do any of the inviting or there's never really an intentional invite you just show up somewhere and you know everybody else is going to be there if you have this established friend group in college whatever but when you get out of being able to see all your friends that live two minute walk away from you you have to do a lot of initiating and it just feels so weird. Like, Hey, are you free Thursday at six for dinner? Like, to be honest, I hate that. It feels very formal and it almost comes across as like, I don't actually want to hang out with you. Like, this is just something I have to do, but you have to get over that and just know that people are busy. And that's the life of having a nine to five or something similar is that you have to set up 
periods of time. And dare I say, you have to write it down in the calendar, put it into your phone calendar. Like there is a social responsibility that I feel like I never, ever thought about in college. I would completely agree as someone who would just walk over and like just walk into people's houses in college <laughs> um yeah it's a lot different when you have to drive 15 20 minutes and it's like well I'm not gonna just drive over there if they're not there like right. obviously gotta make sure they're there gotta make sure they want to hang out with me and so yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy and one thing I will say is you learn to rally a lot more like you're like if I don't go hang out with these people, I don't know what my next social thing is. Yes. Be, so I need yes. to get this in. It's it's nuts. It's like I feel obligated to go be social despite like how tired and how like just drained I am. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Like you never know when that like maybe even with like a certain group of people, you never know when that opportunity will come back around. That is so accurate. Cause in college you're like, Oh my gosh, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm not going to hang out today, you know, which is just, you know, wild to think about the ease of that. I mean, takes you back. We've just, we've just been very nostalgic recently. So, you know, if you hear some tears, we're, we're fine over here, but we're just struggling a bit. So. Yeah. And we don't want you to struggle, obviously. That's why we're here. This yeah. may be insightful to you. This may not be, but this is just our experience. Maybe you can accept from this as you're about to enter this chapter, or if you have been in this chapter and you're like, huh, I never really thought of it like that. Hey, we're glad. We're glad that you're here listening. Yeah. And also, you know, we have not figured this all out either. So this is just us kind of sharing what we've learned thus far. As I shared in the beginning of the podcast, I have been at my job for a total of one week. So I do not have that much experience on me, but I do think, I do think working with people in an in-person environment has been helpful for me because it feels like I'm hanging out with people, even though I'm doing work too, it just feels better. So I think that's different too of for me, it was a no brainer to have an in-person job. Like I would, you guys know me, if you've listened to the podcast or if we're actually friends on the outside, like I genuinely cannot deal with alone time to a certain extent. So for me, that was like, yep, has to happen. But for a lot of you, remote is the way to go. And that's honestly maybe what you're only offered right now. And so that's why I feel like Austin was so wise to get out there, reach out, just like ask the question. Like people are not mean. They will be like, yeah, sure. I'll hang out with you. Or yeah, sure. This is what I know is around, like go to this league or whatever. So I think people are really nice too. Like people want to hang out with you. They want to help you find friends. Um, I've had a lot of people say, oh, I'll connect you to so-and-so. You guys would be great to get coffee. So I was kind of stunned by that of how many random people in my life are like, sure, let me just set up all my friends together and, you know, hopefully they'll work out, you know? People are really kind. The networking is real. Like whether it's like for, you know, professional gang or, or gang, gain, <laughs> whether it's for professional gain or social gain, um, or just like the joy of like helping someone out who's like trying to figure it out. And like you said, Mon, you got to initiate. You can't expect it to just come to you. Uh- Amen. 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 
And here's something that you guys might be waiting for in this podcast, and that will be more of like a stay tuned situation. But in terms of like what uh, dating is like when you first, you know, get out of college and you're in a city, but it's not like Chicago or New York, you know, like Cincinnati is not that vibe, obviously. That's coming at a later time um, for a more detailed response to that. But my advice, okay, and you guys are going to read this as Monica just like couldn't get a date. So that's why she's saying that. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, I'm saying this because this has been very helpful for me is like focus on your job and focus on finding like friends, a solid group of friends, a solid one friend before you start trying to like dive into the dating pool. Like I would really advise to not make that your first priority because you know, if something ends up not happening with someone, then you get to very quickly have something to fall back on, you know, like your friend group that you've established and people at your job really trust you and are giving you um, responsibility. And so you feel empowered by that. And even if you have a bad breakup, at least you have something, you know, you're good at, you know, just stuff like that. I think definitely put that on the back burner and, you know, that might be disappointing to hear for some of you. And, you know, that's okay. But I do think that's the best way to do it. Obviously, I can't put it on the back burner now. But if I was in this situation, I would definitely be agreeing with Monica. Um, it's, it's a huge adjustment period in your life where you're learning how to balance not only, you know, what like past relationships like to stay connected with, cultivating new relationships with friends and coworkers, um, you know, like, especially if you're moving to a new area, like learning the ins and outs of, you know, just like where you're going to be for the next like five to 10 years or so. Um, it's super important to get that foundation first. Whereas if, if you did start dating someone, it could be like a latch onto that person in mm-hmm. like too much dependence um, is kind of where I see that going. Um, so yeah, I would just say really just dive into yourself, like figure out what you need to do. Um, life is very long and I don't want to say so like push off, like finding the one that you want to spend the rest of your life with, but like that time will come. And if you, if you set yourself up in the beginning, that'll only make that situation easier when you do get there. Dude, absolutely. That was very well said. Yeah, for the newcomers, Austin's been dating someone for like five billion years. So just yeah, five, just five to make billion and one, I think. Five billion and one, one and a half, give or take. Um, so that's kind of like the social advice that we have. I would say if you are a Christian or if you are interested in pursuing any type of faith related thing church is a great way to get connected um, because obviously you're going to a building with people and you're meeting people. So that's a way to make friends. And then even further than that, like getting involved with like a small group or a Bible study, et cetera, et cetera, um, is also a great natural, not awkward way to meet people. Yeah. Not only is, you know, depending on on that you end up calling home uh, that you find there's a wide array of, of people of all ages and different stages of life that are not only willing to 
share experiences with you, but also give you a lot of advice. And it, the best part is it's all free because, yeah, you know, we're all just in a, in a community together and we're all just trying to figure this thing out. So if there's someone that's been living in a community for 20 years, um, they're definitely going to be open to, you know, helping out the, the kid that just got graduated from college and was really just trying to figure out what the crap is going on, you know? <laughs> a lost, sad little puppy in the rain. Um, okay, we're going to do a very um, big switch up in the conversation. So that was very like deep meeting people, relationships. But now let's talk about the like funny things of, you know, not being in college anymore, which is like, budgeting what are you making yourself for dinner um how are you like being responsible so Austin you're the type who would share actually what your budget looks like so I don't want you to answer it that way I want you to answer it as like <laughs> so about to just like go into <laughs> so he like, he like shares his spreadsheet um well answer me this did your Okay, most people in college don't have a budget, but mentally everyone knows what they spend majority of their money on in their heads. So do you feel like your priorities with your money changed when you left college or are they pretty similar, just kind of differently laid out? So I would say that about six months before graduating from college, I had like the wake up call of, all right, I'm going to have to start paying my phone bill, going to have to start paying for insurance, going to have to start paying for pretty much everything that I want to do. Um, not that I wasn't already doing that, but I'm going to have more expenses. Right. Like this is so amazing. And I think a lot of people are listening and being like, I could never do that. But I think what you need to remember is like, Austin didn't do all this in one day, you know, no. like it's a gradual process to figure out like, what are my parents telling me I have to pay for? What are my parents telling me I don't have to pay for? So some people I know are like, my parents said, you know, we're out, like you're on everything now. And so that's a rough transition, but it happens and you can do it. You know, my parents, it's kind of a mixture. I'm still on their insurance, but I'm now paying up my car. Um, I'm on a whole different system for my phone plan. Like mine's very mixed. So I feel like there are some downsides to that though, because my reality check moving out of college vibes was not very harsh because a lot of the things stayed the same. So to Austin's credit, yeah, it's really overwhelming right now, but I think that's setting him up way better later on. Whereas me, I'm going to be like coming to you at I don't know. When does your insurance expire off your parents? Like 25, 26? I think it's 26, like your 26th birthday. I'm going to be like texting you like, oh my gosh, how do you do this? How, this came so fast. Like, he, please help. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's honestly really smart to think of it ahead of time and budget that out for sure. Because then here's the beauty of that, Monica. It's like, all right, I see all my expenses. I see everything that I'm saving for. Wow, this is so cringe. But um, yeah. you're like an actual dad right now. Like, I just need you to know the the body language you're using, the tone of voice you're using. Like, it's actually making me a little upset. I can't help it, Mon. It's just 
it's not even my dad's fault like I really don't know where it came from well it's like reminding me of my dad like I'm a little afraid hey I'm trying to help you it's just all it's super overwhelming and it's so hard but take baby steps people you'll get there if you didn't listen to anything I just said just like start having conversations it's really helpful I'm like literally dying over here um yeah it's it's a lot don't ask me for advice lol um but yeah 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 I here's what I just wanted to share I hope someone can relate to this so maybe someone like text me if you relate to this otherwise I'm gonna feel stupid I feel like I don't spend my money on anything but going out to eat and gas and that's why I feel like I'm always talking to my friends like let's go out to eat like let's spend time together because I love quality time and I love food so I'm like let's just put them together and then the bill comes I'm like yeah so I just dropped 40 dollars on a lunch like that's fine I guess so anyway okay I say we round this up with a little teaser which is sometimes I struggle to budget because I think that since living with my parents I don't have as many expenses so I spend more so that's a hint hint nudge nudge for the next podcast um so Austin we have a new wrap-up question that we were both very excited about and I would love to hear you ask it because I just think it'll sound better coming from you guys we were super (laughs) excited about this planning this it just we went through a couple trials of how this question would be asked Mm -hmm. and honestly this was it it was an instant we both both nodded heads we're like that's it that's the one so for those of you who joined us on season two we used to ask what have you been loving lately kind of a retrospective question but we're taking a complete 180 this season we are looking into the future and the question is what is in the queue for you and today today we're going to be both answering that question in the future we'll have some guests answering that question just so you know it's it's also at least for a good follow-up you know after we record with some guests like hey how did x go really remember you being excited about that blah 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 so monica what is in the queue for you wow i'm so glad you asked i was nervous you wouldn't um what's in the queue for me is weddings um one I knew I was going to and that's not until early October the other one is kind of a last minute going to but very excited in uh, like two weeks or something so I thought wedding season was over for me in the summer but it's just right right back um and I feel like Austin you won't give a rip about what I'm about to say but for the girls listening it is very hard to find a dress that transitions from summer to fall Like, I'm not about to be wearing something like a sweater, but it's also like, you know, it's not summery. It's definitely fall now that it's September. So that's been a little bit of a struggle for me, but that's what's in the queue. It is a struggle, but also an enjoyable challenge to confront, I would say, for women. No, it is. And I did find one already, and I'm feeling very, like, victorious. Let's go. Uh, In the queue for me, um, literally... I just got the email saying that my application was selected for the U.S. national team World Cup qualifying tickets. Yes. So now, so now me and three of my friends are going to go sit 12 rows up behind one of the goals in the new Columbus Stadium 
where the crew are playing to watch yeah. the U.S. team take on Costa Rica on October 13th. So a little over a month away. Um, definitely very excited to look forward to that, um, as well as, you know, planning maybe some people will be coming into town, some of my friends, uh, maybe a combination and some friends that were just friends with me will now become friends with my friends. So cool opportunities coming. Very, very wow. excited about that. Social networking, baby. It's all there. It is. It truly <laughs> is. Um, okay. So basically I just want to wrap by telling people we're very excited for what's coming. Please know that we will be having guests on still this season. Definitely a huge part of what we do here. Um, but yeah, Austin and I will just be solo sometimes or we'll bring on a guest for an exciting topic that we have planned. So know that there will be a mixture of both. Always reach out to us if you would like to be on the podcast um, and don't think that you're on our list currently. So reach out and we would love to have you on genuinely. Um, I just am so excited to be back. Like I am literally beaming as I'm trying to outro. Yeah, guys. And the best way to contact us to see if you want to be on the podcast. Obviously, if you have any one of our phone numbers, personally, feel free to text us. But that's not something we should give out on the internet. Uh, but please follow us on Instagram at put a cork in it official. Um, you'll see the new rebranding that Monica was talking about. Please take a look. She spent a lot of time on it. And honestly, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, the best way to, to see what's coming up is on there. You know, we, we do ask a lot of questions to you guys and just genuinely love having conversations over there. So feel free to give us a follow and, you know, be a friend and tell a friend, you know, if you, think, if you think somebody would, you know, get a crack of, of a smile or, you know, just need something <laughs> to listen to on their commute to work, you know, feel free to, to give this a plug. We really appreciate it. A crack of a smile. I love that. Well, everyone, it has been so good to be back. And to close her on out, this has been Monica. This has been Austin, and we'll see you next time. See ya. There's a lovely thing to do.